How y'all doing? It's Monday, August 8th, 2022. Now, for a small while, I was complaining about not wanting to talk about uh, the governor and, uh, and, 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 you know, all, any Republicans and all this other crap. Um, at least he, all the crap that's going on here in my home state of Texas. Um, but I, I, the next news that I've got right now, uh, I really don't have much to say, but I didn't mean to shy away from my homestead of Texas in this manner. In this manner, we have to talk about hate towards the Asians again uh, because of what happened, uh, what's been happening, uh, some stories that I didn't know about. Uh, we're going to start off with uh, something that I did know about earlier, but... Uh, virtually completely forgot about it it's uh, a man who attacked an asian family inside a sam's club because he blamed them for covid was sentenced to 25 years in prison uh, now i've i've i remember this attack but i didn't know if the sentencing was already taking place um here's uh here's what i just found out that it just recently it has taken place um, this happened back in March 14th of 2020, you know, hence the reason why we all forgot about this kind of stuff. Um, but here, here's the article. Jose Gomez, 21, pleaded guilty to three counts of committing a hate crime after punching a father in the face while holding a knife and then slashing the face of the six-year-old son. Uh, at the Sam's Club in Midland, Texas, on March 14th, 2020, he perceived them as a threat because he assumed they were Chinese and from the country who started spreading that disease around. Okay, now that's a statement said by Department of Justice. Nobody, nobody's saying that except for him and the, the quotation from... Department of Justice who quoted the man. <laughs> he also attacked a white store employee who was uh, preventing him from doing so. While being held down on the ground by the employee, Gomez yelled at the family, get out of America. Okay. My thoughts, which I'm almost positive are going to be your thoughts. Honestly, 25 years isn't good enough of a sentence. Uh, in this day and age with so much hate going on and the fact that the guy freely uh, struck a full-grown male and a six-year-old, his six-year-old son, with a with an edge weapon or with an edge eating utensil uh, that was used as a weapon. Honestly, 25 years isn't good enough. See, here's the problem. We got politicians that are focused on being tough on crime as opposed to being harsher on crimes of hate. Okay. Specifically, that particular crime, it's a pretty pretty serious one. Ergo, it should be taken a whole lot more seriously. And I do apologize for the slushes and the serping. Uh, I'm having to drink bottled water because, well, it's still hot down here. <laughs> also, 
he perceived them to be a threat. Okay, this guy, he's 21, but back then he was 20 or or 19. You know, what? at what point does a 19-year-old see a man and two kids, one six-year-old and one two-year-old, at what point does, does is somebody seeing that as perceived to be a threat? And also carrying, carrying, uh, uh, being a carrier from the country who started spreading that disease around, his words, okay, his words, you know, if that guy is a threat, what is he doing spreading it around with a six-year-old and a two-year-old? How in the name of God is that possible? That they could actually be walking around with no problems if they're actually carriers of the virus. And this took place in March of March 14th of 2020. Even back then, we all knew that it came from a laboratory in Wuhan that was authorized by the CCP. And for those of you who didn't do your studying, let me let me tell you, um, there were two scientists who reported this. They're both ordered to stand down and be quarantined by the CCP. And if it wasn't for them secretly filming themselves and having that uh, their family put it on the um, put it on the internet for the world to see, you know then we wouldn't have found out about it. We wouldn't. We certainly wouldn't have even found out about the seriousness of it all, where the thing, once it, uh, it, it already, we already knew that it attacked the, the respiratory area, but when it hit the uh, liver is when you started to see uh, flesh rot, okay? Their, their, their skin started to blacken. Um, if, if it wasn't for those two scientists who, who had already leaked those videos, showing themselves how they wound up just before they died, you know, it would still be a guess. And it would still be a guess based off of uh, a few months later in 2019 when the loading docks and shipping yards along China Sea were, were reporting uh, reports of contaminated food, tinted food, contaminated, tinted meat, you know, they're, they're, report, they're making reports of this. The CCP ordered them to uh, gather all of that evidence and bring it to them. They were forced to shut up. They're forced into silence. And they were forced into... Uh, uh, there were, Some of them were being arrested. And others were um, were just a small number who were, who were still uh, mouthing out, you know, reporting, telling everybody what's going on were silenced. They were reported missing, presumed dead. Okay? Now that's just over there in their country. Here in the United States, there was a total of four doctors, uh, uh, you know, professors and scientists. One of them who obeyed orders gathered all the information that they got that said, yeah, this is coming out of a lab out of Wuhan. He was, the, he was ordered to gather all the evidence and he was ordered to be expedited 
to China to report the thing. We have not heard a single thing about that guy since. He has just plain disappeared off the face of the earth. The second professor in the University of Pittsburgh, I think, his house was broken into. He was shot in the back of the head. Everything was tussled to make it look like a robbery, but nothing of value was taken. Again, it was just meant to look like a murder B&E, a homicide B&E. Okay? The other two professors, the other two professors and, or scientists, whatever they were, doctors is what I'll call them, they went into witness protection. They were ordered to go back to China also. They said, hell no. They went into witness protection. Where they're at, I don't really know. That wouldn't be much of a protection now, would they? If, if I did know, I'm just the rideshare driver. You know, but these were all Chinese Asians. And what they were doing was reporting the coronavirus like good Samaritans do no differently than we do here in the States. Okay, they were being, that was it. They were just being Samaritans. They were reporting what they found. So how in the name of God is this guy, Josie Gomez, Jose Gomez, you know, how in the hell was this guy perceiving the uh, a man and two kids, one six years old and one two year old, as a threat that's spreading the disease around? It's a virus, you dumbass. A disease is something that's coming from an infection. A virus is a living organism. The country has started spreading that disease around. Well, it wasn't the country. The country was reporting the uh, quote-unquote disease. The, the country was reporting the virus. It was the CCP that was silencing them, if not actually murdering them, in order to get the disease, uh, the virus to be spread. Now I'm saying it. So this guy is just a dumbass. And again, 25 years in prison is not good enough. Not in this day and age. Not with all these hate crimes and hate crime variations going on that still fall under the, under the lines of hate. Finally, concerning this uh, particular article, big props goes to the Anglo-American, okay? The, the guy, you know, the get out, that's holding down the get out of our country and all this other stuff. That's what people of hate have been saying. That's what people of hate have been expressing for everybody else to know. Uh, it's just a pain in the butt to see, to hear, to read about, to look at uh, interviews. Um, we really don't like it anymore. And big props goes to all of you uh, Anglos, you white people out there that are not joining in on the hate. Okay? Big props goes into you. It's, it's in, in, and I can put it to, uh, in, um, I guess, an analogy kind of viewpoint. There's a reason why not all of us Mexicans join cartels. Okay, are there big cartels? Yeah, there's there's cartels. They're big. They rule uh, a, a huge part of, of Mexico and, and various parts of, of criminal organizations around the world. But they're still minority by comparison in population-wise of ordinary people. We don't join those guys. Why? Because we know 
the same thing that you know about organizations of hate. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. It don't get our bills paid. It certainly did nothing for us during the pandemic uh, or, or any other time of crisis. It doesn't do anything but make you live with anger during the times that nothing bad is happening. When everything is a, it's an ordinary humdrum uh, day, we're all in finding our ways to enjoy ourselves with barbecues and, and, and cookouts and ball games and barbecues and ball games, that, that stereotype of a typical American. You know, that's what we're doing. People of hate are thinking of ways to be douchebags to society by victimizing mass numbers of defenseless people instead of taking on other forms of hate or or destruction or just simply those bad hombres that they call what they call bad hombres you know you don't see a single kkk faction going to war with a cartel why because they're it's a waste of time they're a complete waste of time they are nobody's hero. You don't see any cartel people in the name of La Raza going after any Nazis. Why? Because it's a waste of time. Because they are a waste of time. And that's what I'm talking about when I say big props go to this, uh, this Anglo-American, this white uh, Sam's Club employee that tackled down that person of hate and held him down instead of joining him when he said get out of America you know yeah Mr. Employee whoever you were kudos thank you for being on our side the non-biased good side and uh, glad you were there kudos sir kudos go to you that's the last of this particular article Moving on to the same article, but pertaining to the same uh, subject of this segment. Lawmakers email compares California weed farmers to Sharia law. Now that has got to be the dumbest thing ever. And here's the explanation as to why it is the dumbest thing ever. In California, a member of the county's Board of Supervisors, Ray Haupt, worried his country's, his county's situation was similar to foreign countries like Europe, according to a lawsuit alleging widespread anti-Asian discrimination. The last few years in California's Siskiyou I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but I'm going to say it that way. Siskiyou uh, County have been tense with the sheriff and elected officials sounding the alarm about an influx of cannabis growers claiming their illicit operations are sucking up water during a time of severe drought and making rural community unlivable. Haupt wrote to a colleague about an explosion of water trucks in an area home to the growers, many of them members of the Southeast Asia Hmong ethnic group, 
He states the Hmong were getting out of control. Haupt wrote, Complete lawlessness. I am fearful that we are losing a portion of our county and being turned into a no-go zone, similar to what we see in foreign countries like Europe, where Sharia law has replaced the local governance. Now, the Sharia law email is now just one piece of evidence in a class action civil rights lawsuit filed this week by the ACLU of Northern California, alleging Haupt and other Siskiyou County officials have engaged in a sweeping campaign to harass and intimidate members of the Hmong County uh, community. Sorry, community. People records, people, uh, public records from the county obtained by ACLU allegedly show widespread racial profiling and traffic stops, Ooh. along with systematic efforts to dispose um, Asian Americans of the land by slapping their properties with liens. Grrr. Siskiyou county is already uh, facing another lawsuit from members of the Hmong party uh, community over efforts to restrict their access to water. After the tw June 21st case filed, the Hmong won an interjection temporarily blocking the county from enforcing laws aimed to halting deliveries of water in larger tanker trucks to an area called Mount Shasta Vista. Shortly after Halp sent his Sharia law email in 2020, he and other county supervisors proposed the water ordinance, uh, ordinances which specifically targeted Mount Shasta Vista and allegedly led to people who lived there losing food crops and having their animals die of thirst. Now, this is a lot to comment on, so I'm going to try to keep them as short as I can. Okay, first off, confusing them with uh, foreign countries like Europe. Um, okay, Europe is not Asia, and Asia is not Europe. So there's really no way to similarly confuse them. Okay. Okay. Um, okay, an influx of cannabis growers claiming there's been sounding the alarm about an influx of cannabis growers claiming their illicit operations are sucking up water during a time of severe and drought, making it uh, making rural community unlivable. Okay, my question is since when does Marijuana consumes so much water that it makes entire communities unlivable. I, I've never heard of that. Uh, I know it, it grows plentiful in marijuana in Colombia and all them, which are close to the equator, which means it's more about warm temperatures as opposed to uh, large amounts of uh, water like the way it would be in the tropics, which technically is not really the case given the fact that there can be droughts in the middle of a jungle in the tropics. 
So in what world does marijuana crops consume vast amounts of water that it makes whole communities unlivable? That's the first sign right there. Okay, the first clue of stupidity was that Asia and Europe confusion, uh, mix up, confusion. Uh, uh, which one's Europe? Which one's Asia? The second one is that bullshit of this BS about, about, uh, uh, sucking up water, making rural community unlivable. Okay. Uh, Haupt wrote to a colleague about an explosion of water trucks in the areas of home growers. Okay. An explosion of water trucks. What happened to all the sucked up water out of the communities? Okay. Water trucks, you, you usually have to order for that. The, the water that's used to, to hose down uh, uh, houses of fire through fire hydrants and stuff. Okay. That's not the same drinkable or even uh, 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 healthy water for crops. Okay. That's that's regular uh, uh, plumbing water. Yeah, it's it's plum plumbing water, but it's uh, it's not as potable as the type that would need be necessary to grow crops. Okay, it's good enough for putting out fires, not necessarily for hydrating crops. Okay, uh, or for watering crops. So that's that's another clue. That this uh, that this lawmaker and and members like him, uh, the sheriff Haupt and uh, and lawmakers of uh, Siskiyou County, okay, they, and they're all in agreement with this. They all think that it's it should be, um, it all should be against these uh, uh, Hmong people who are escapees of the Vietnam War. The ones that evacuated with us when we left, they've been making uh, a living here in, they've been living good and peaceful here in California. And now that it's legal to grow marijuana, they've been producing crops and they've been taking care of things, you know? Uh, they've been taking, they've been holding their own. Now, the complete lawlessness he wrote, I'm fearful that we're losing a portion of our country and being turned into a no-go zone. Okay, like what? Like the wastelands? Like the badlands? You know? Dude, they're crops. It's it's a farming community. What part of that is a wasteland? What part of that is, uh, is uh, uh, the badlands? You know? None of that is anything like uh, um, Somalia. You know, where all the blood diamonds, all them uh, took place. None of them is like uh, Hotel Rwanda and all that, you know. Th this this isn't turning into a no-go zone. Some kind of demilitarized zone. Similar to what we see in foreign countries like Europe, where Sharia law has replaced local governance. Okay, first off, even if Sharia law, which is religious law in accordance to the Middle Eastern countries' uh, beliefs... Even if that has overran uh, government stuff uh, in Europe, it is nowhere near ever going to exist here in America. We've they've already tried that, and we've been smacking them down tons of times. Okay, uh, that's just not going to happen. Sharia law, 
the email is this and that and it's it's a result of engaged of sweeping campaign of sexual excuse me of harassment and intimidation towards the members of the Hmong communities okay a bunch of civil lawsuits why because that's hate crimes those are hate crimes our lawmakers should not be committing them especially in this day and age there's no point to it public records of the county obtained and all this good stuff widespread racial profiling at traffic stops that's an abuse of power by these lawmakers it's illegal and it's wrong and it should be dealt with uh, along with systematic efforts of disposing Asian Americans off the land by slapping their uh, properties with liens we all know how that goes throwing a whole bunch of restrictions and 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 fines and fees and stuff it's not supposed to be in existence they're not supposed to do that that's also an abuse of power this country is is uh thankfully this country has a history of battling that stuff unfortunately it unfortunately it takes time to take care of Um, Siskan is already forcing another lawsuit from, uh, facing another lawsuit from members of the Hmong County, uh, community, uh, with efforts to restrict water access. Okay. Halting water in large tanker trucks. That's still not sucking up the water of the communities. Okay. It's not sucking the land dry. So, you know, they have every right to stand up to uh, the, the county and uh, and all this good stuff. Especially trucks that are aimed for going to Mount Shasta Vista where those crops are. Yeah, proposed water ordinance and all that. Okay, but see, this is also, okay, the uh, proposed water ordinances that targeted Mount Shasta Vista are allegedly uh, lead to people who live there losing crops, food crops, and animals die of thirst. See, that is what winds up making the, uh, the communities unlivable, okay? All these water restrictions and all of these closing stuff and all the uh, closing down passageways to the crops and and water to those areas when you're living up in a mountain there's more than like you you more you can find a spring in the mountains you can but if this is an area where no springs can be found and therefore water trucks has to be coming up to be put into their tanks to, to be, take part of their irrigation well when you got lawmakers who are forbidding that from taking place. See, this is the abuse of power. This is what's going on with the whole not making communities livable. And um, this is this is where what they're doing is incredibly wrong. And that's the real story as to what's going on amongst all of those accusations of of uh the Hmong community you know being this threat being raising these concerns also 
Sharia law, again, is Middle Eastern religious law, not Hmong law, which happens to be uh, uh, Vietnamese, Catholic, Protestant, and, uh, and other forms of Christianity. They're all Christians. So there's no invasion of law. So why would they be doing this? Why would, we be, would they be attacking these people who are making a decent living as these crop uh, growers, marijuana being one of them? Well, they haven't really said anything about this, and, and neither has the news. But I'm going to make a best guess here, and I'm going to guess that if everybody was to look at the flow of economic, uh, well, the economic flow of that area out of the entire Siskiyou County, I'd be willing to bet real money myself that Siskiyou County is not profiting off of the legal marijuana uh, farming agriculture the way the Hmong community is, okay? I'm going to bet real money that that's just the bottom line. And going off of old historical uh, uh, schemes, going off of uh, historic criminal history, you know, that these, these people of Siskiyou County are being so incredibly discriminative against the Hmong that that they're using old tactics like the way it was back when the Spanish ruled California and the people that owned it after them were doing it by ways of you know these same type of restrictions if not actually murdering people there's a report on there that a Siskiyou County sheriff killed a Hmong uh, uh, 20-year-old claiming that he was waving a gun in the cop's face and all this other stuff, acting like a madman, uh, a doped-up madman and whatever, trying to be all gangsta and all this other crap. And so the cop had to kill him. Okay? Stuff like that isn't new, especially in California. Here in Texas as well, we've got a King Ranch uh, which is which was completely massacred all the natives in the area and proclaimed it uh, a U.S. territory. Uh, there's still people mad about it and all this stuff, while uh, some of today's society and this dog-eat-dog -dog mentality is, you know, these lands were conquered before the pre by the previous people, which were conquered by the previous people. So, you know, the the ones that have it now are the ones that are taking care of it. And, you know, uh, it's it shouldn't be a good thing to get all riled up and everything because it is what it is. And that's how it happened and all this other stuff. And and that that is their viewpoint, but it is not the right viewpoint for the record. It's total bullcrap, because if this means that everybody at Siskiyou County can kill somebody, can kill the Vietnamese people that have made themselves not only residents, uh, citizens, but are actually uh, pr uh, producing a stable flow for the economy. Well, you know, that's it's not right that somebody murders them 
to take that land that has uh, um, that economic flow going on. That's just a bunch of BS. It's wrong. It's illegal. And uh, it should be stopped. Some, it's something that needs to be stopped. That kind of stuff should never be permissible. It shouldn't have been permissible in the past. It shouldn't be permissible now. Okay, and uh, and though everybody that thinks that that's just the way it is, seriously, seriously needs to stay out of political ruling, and needs to you know drop dead themselves. They're probably already aware of their forefathers doing that kind of crap, which is just still just plain wrong. Now, which leads me to what I, I'm, I'm getting to the point. The fact of the matter is what I've always said. It's all about the money. Belief is the tool. It's all about the money. Belief is the tool. These people are attacking the Vietnamese Hmong for the marijuana crops because that's what's producing a bunch of money. Instead of making their own crops, you know, instead of instead of producing their own weed, they're making it uh, they're making it so that it's it's impossible for the Vietnamese to do so. And I'm not sure if they're letting their hate drive in, which I'm assuming that it is, considering that they're comparing these Asians to European-based countries that have given in to a Middle Eastern religious law, which doesn't make any sense. But again, most people of hate don't to begin with. They don't make much sense to begin with. So whether it be anger or hate-driven, the bottom line is that it's all for the money. You know, the hate is just the belief. The hate is the tool. Just like Jose Gomez, the person that I was talking about at the very beginning concerning the very first article, he is a person of hate. Ergo, he is nothing but a tool. Because what did he profit out of it? What did he profit? He didn't kill the man. He didn't kill the boy. They're still alive, living with the, the facial scars from his punches. They're alive, and uh, and they more than likely got, you know, money from GoFundMe sites. While this got, while this guy, got sentenced to a detained uh, uh, holding facility, and is now serving twenty five years. Sorry for the burps there. He's not profiting, so he's a tool. Plain and simple. And even though, and, and even though the sheriff and all them, they they might be profiting off of somebody, sheriff and elected officials of Siskiyou County. But for right now, they are also tools. They have this belief that it's okay and that it's the right thing to do to discriminate against the Vietnamese uh, Americans who are now Americans by this time, and are not only 
not only residents, but they're making themselves useful residents. They're growing marijuana crops legally. They're growing marijuana crops and they're, you know, they're producing for the economy. Which makes them a hell of a lot better than the tools who are hating these people. Because they're not making any money. So, again, the reason why I bring this up is because of that one quote. It's all about the money. Belief is the tool. And that's always what you're going to get out of somebody like me. Somebody like me is always going to try to figure out why this is going on. And it's more than likely going to pertain to that particular belief. To that particular quote. Excuse me. Sorry, I'm trying to keep my mouth hydrated here. It's just hot down here in San Antonio. Um, but yeah. It's all about the money. Belief is the tool. These guys, they attacked the, the community. They're attacking the community in Siskiyou County. The sheriff and elected officials, Sheriff Halp, and the electric, other elected officials, they're attacking the Vietnamese community for the money through a belief of hate, which makes them tools no differently than the tool here in Midland, Texas, that attacked a defenseless Asian man and his six-year-old and two-year-old sons. A person of hate is nothing but a tool. Why? Because their belief is hate. Henceforth, he is a tool as are the elected officials and the sheriff of Siskiyou County in California. And uh, that's the, the story that I had to bring. You know, hey, it's a break from my worthless governor, Greg Abbott. It's a break from my worthless governor. So, I sort of get my wish but it has to be done in this manner and I do apologize for that but I, th I still think it's important to bring this up uh, because again it, it it pertains to that one quote but it's still looked at through different avenues you know and in this case different locations concerning an entirely different group of people you know but still falls under the same line you know, the category of this, uh, that this category is described in. So, it, I honestly hope that we, who actually have common sense on common ground, who, who, have, who technically will take a step back and look at things uh, the way they actually are, as opposed to some opinionated whatever the hell, you know, um... I'm hoping that with, with enough patience and enough diligence, we'll be able to get things going back our way where common sense will rule instead of somebody's rhetoric or, or somebody's teachings through a certain propaganda, you know, uh, I'm hoping that we can still learn to kick all those things to one side and let our common sense and common ground, uh, mentality take over. 
and 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 basically just dominate everything because everything's a whole lot more easier uh to deal with in this manner <laughs> everything's a lot more simple and all this good stuff um anger derives hate hate makes people commit crimes these are the crimes and we have to do with them and we have to uh stop them you know we have to stop that crap from going on in whatever way that we can you know in order to in order to do so based on our abilities not all of us can be superheroes but we can all do one good deed after another and we can also ignore snuff off put off put away push away those that are doing bad deeds or trying to lure us into their into their circle um it's just how it works you know it's life and uh that's what we got to do from time to time but i'm hoping that if we do it enough that uh again with enough uh diligence and consistencies and all this stuff the common sense on common ground uh way of living will will dominate you know go back to some easier times you know some simpler times you know and make things better times so that's the uh that's the scoop right there uh it's asian it's hate on asians um and it's for profit and it's hate on asians based off of a belief and if they're if you know because it's all about the money belief is the tool and if you're not making money you're the tool um so there you have it you know right now um uh, that's what i'm going to close off with hope y'all are doing well i hope y'all keep taking care of each other take care of yourselves um y'all take care take it easy and we'll see you next time this is chris with chris's comments signing out